Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be sharing valuable lessons they've learned in their years of ministry. Christ-like instead of like mere men. For when one says, I'm on Paul and another, I'm of Apollos, are you not carnal? So this envy, strife, division, all of that has to do with having a horizontal focus. I'm of Paul, I follow this leader, I follow that leader, I have this doctrine, I have that doctrine. And it sounds spiritual because they're preoccupied with spiritual things, but it is a horizontal focus. This person, that person. Disunity in the church is disastrous. The enemy can use it to tear people apart. When members of a church are choosing to follow different leaders and different doctrines, their pride is getting in the way of the truth of Christ. Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will encourage you to find unity on the main thing, the gospel. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter three with the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. people and do all kinds of things that sound spiritual without it truly being spiritual. So he tells them again that they are knowledgeable, eloquent, spiritually gifted. So you can have all these things that look really good on Instagram and still be carnal and still be spiritually immature. You can impress the whole world and still be carnal. And that's, that's what's so scary about this. The evidence, the things that he points to to use these four times where he says carnal is in verses three and four, where he says, where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you. Are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? Implying that we don't have to behave like mere humans, that we could actually act Christ-like instead of like mere men. For when one says, I'm on Paul and another, I'm of Apollos, are you not carnal? So this envy, strife, division, All of that has to do with having a horizontal focus. I'm of Paul, I follow this leader, I follow that leader, I have this doctrine, I have that doctrine. And it sounds spiritual because they're preoccupied with spiritual things, but it is a horizontal focus. This person, that person. And we were- And it it looks different today. (laughs) You know, today it's it's like we wear different labels, but it's, you know, I go to this church, or well, I'm part of that church, or I'm reformed in my theology, or you know, I'm Pentecostal, or you know, you get whatever the whatever the labels yeah, are. Yeah, YouTube channels, yeah. Or like whatever it whatever, whatever it is yeah. that has us divide and follow teachings Human. of men and make that what separates us, because the fruit of it is strife, envy, and division. And the thing that's so scary, because we can point to that and say, "Don't do that." But since Cain was envious of Abel's sacrifice and therefore killed him way back when, since that first murder, we've been prone to do the same. 
it's so easy to see in other people how this works. It's a whole lot harder to, to arrest it and even be willing to admit it in ourselves. The point of what we've learned is that people are prone to this. Humans are humans. And that we're mostly responsible to clean our own vessels That's right. before we try to do it for everybody else. And so the lesson of this is to recognize where we ourselves may be prone to it, how we compare ourselves to others. It's nobody is immune to it. So the, the fifth sort of thing we've learned in this list is that the fear of man will probably always try to compete with the fear of the Lord in us. If we know that, we're more prone to admit it. The fear of the man will always compete. It will try because that's where the war zone is in us. The devil cannot make you do anything, but he can try to convince you. And very often he uses the fear of man to do that. And so it's, it's a wise thing to recognize that we ourselves are never immune to the fear of man. It doesn't come announcing itself. I'm the fear of man. I'm in competition with the fear of God in your life. It doesn't do that. It shows up very naturally. I just don't know why so-and-so always gets seen and I don't get seen. I just don't know why. And if you take an honest look back over your own life, you might recognize that there's a pattern to how fear of man has shown up in you. Each of us, it has a different flavor. It's tied to our wounds and our ambitions or whatever. It has a different flavor, but what it does, it, is co it competes with the reverence of God somehow and the obedience to God. For some of us, and, and not, one is not better than another. It's just knowing what's what. Some are more prone to envy, like, like Cain was, wishing that he could present a sacrifice <coughs> that Abel did, wishing that we had what someone else did. For some, that's the tendency. For others, it's like exalting Paul or Apollos, exalting other people. I just, this is just the biggest, you gotta hear what so-and-so said because, and without knowing it, we make idols out of people. And then for some others, it's actually wanting to be made an idol out of. I am the teacher you should worship. I am the one you should, and we want control over others. There are a million variations of the theme, but recognizing where you're prone to doing it is wise because none of us are immune to it. It's something we'll have to fight till the day we go home and it goes directly against worshiping the Lord. So it's a huge trap. So we actually, the checklist, it comes from a book called When People Are Big and God Is Small because that's the fight we're fighting with concerning fear of man or fear of God. Proverbs 29, 25 says that the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. Again, it's a lot easier to quote than to actually live. The Hebrew word for snare that's used here, it's the word that you use about hunters to trap an animal. It really is a trap, and it really can handicap us. It can get us stuck, just like a trap can do. And the fear of the man is snare because man is a false god. The enemy would rather you worship another man or woman than God. He doesn't really care if you worship him, the devil. As long as it's not God, he will have you distracted by anyone. Your spouse, your children, anyone. So I just wanted to um, give you this quote by John Bloom because he highlights why this is such a huge fight for our ministry and for our life with God and for our own soul. He says, we cannot help but derive our identity, value, and meaning from external sources. That part is right. Right. 
Moreover, we instinctively seek them from external personal sources. We know deep down that they are bestowed upon us by a person. So we, we are made to worship in a sense. He's saying, so the person or persons to whom we ascribe most authority to define who we are, what we are worth, what we should do and how we should do it, that's the person we fear the most because that is the person whose approval we want the most and fear most losing. God designed us this way for it reveals who and what our heart loves. We are made to worship. We are made to gain approval from an outside source, not from ourselves, contrary to modern psychology. But it's not from people, it's from God. And so the fight is on all of our lives to fear God and not man, to continually dethrone man. So one final quote on that matter that I think is really goes to the heart of everything we do is from, from that book, when people are big and God is small. The writer Ed Welsh says, fear of man is such a part of our human fabric that we should check for a pulse if someone denies it or maybe check for truth. Because if we are truthful, it will be a fight. These Corinthian leaders, when you look at it, they were divided over you know, who was the more spiritual. You know, I'm more spiritual because I, I follow Paul, or I'm more spiritual because I look to Peter, Cephas, or, you know, I, well, I, you know, I'm really the most mature because I'm just looking to Jesus. And Paul, is, he calls them all out because, in effect, they were proving their immaturity by the fact that you know, they were stopping short. Everybody was supposed to be just following Jesus. Everybody was. It was, you know, and they were dividing over, over these things. And the fear of man, it was this idea that each one wanted to be the most impressive in the room, if you will. And it's a temptation that we all face. You know, it's, I have to remind myself all the time that I'm not the most important person in the universe. You know, that it's not all about me, that it's not all about you know, my schedule and my convenience and my needs and my wants and because I, I want to be the central priority in everybody else's life because that way I'm never neglected, I'm never overlooked, I'm never inconvenienced, you know, I don't have to go out of my way or anything like that. So I have to be crucified every day. Thanks for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. 
A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.